0: Come on. She is strong. She is powerful. She is Irene Moore. She is the founder of Digital Marketing London, a beauty and luxury lifestyle consultancy. Welcome, Irene, to Lifeblood Brand.
1: Thank you so much for having me, George. I'm excited to speak with you today.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Mm, Okay, what do you need to know about my personal life? So, obviously, we're all in this crazy um, COVID situation. um, And I have been trying to relocate for the last year. So, that has um, been the interesting part of of the situation for me. We've been trying to get out to Jamaica. Um, where we're setting up our new base. Have you ever been George?
0: I, I never have to the UK or Jamaica
1: Ah, uh, Yeah, Jamaica's amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of what's going on in my personal life So all here seems really organized, but the entire flat is packed up <laughs> So that's what's going on right now um, work-wise I guess um, Brands come to me um, when they want more awareness and when they want more sales Um, Or at least that's what they think they're coming to us for, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? So they come to us at that point and and that definitely happens. Fundamentally, we're a digital marketing agency. So, you know, we're there to help you sell more. But really, that's a byproduct of the work that we do really to help you create the legacy around your brand. You know, the sort of bigger picture, the the value set around your brand. So it's all connected. And um, the way that we do it is that we really help you I guess identify your most um, profitable niche, and, and and create a community that is um, that converts. You know, we create communities around brands.
0: I love it. So, we when when uh when we were talking offline, you were talking about how the weather was lousy in the UK. Mm-hmm. What what's the weather like in Jamaica right now?
1: Oh, Done. Why are you doing this, George? I feel this is unfair. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to no. upset me for no reason.
0: <laughs> Do
1: you know what? My in laws actually send us pictures. Like, I think they think they're motivating us. Yeah. And they don't know that I have muted them for the last week because I just can't even take okay. those WhatsApp in. But the, weather, the weather's great. Okay. Um, probably a bit like Arizona. <laughs> but um, I, know, I know, you know what? We've got to take the rain and the shine. yeah
0: i totally get it that's a whole i imagine that's a fascinating process when i say fascinating i mean super hard and frustrating but interesting (laughs) nonetheless to uh to to to, to, to pack everything up and 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 move so i appreciate that i mean there's probably uh there's probably some through lines there between what you do for for organizations when they come to you, you say here's what i sort of want to do but how do we bridge that gap between those two things? From moving yeah. my whole family from one place to another. How do I get my business to to, to where I really want it to go?
1: Mm, absolutely, and you know what I think about. I think when you when you said that just now, it's it's that thing where everyone wants everyone wants the thing, right? they want the community, they want that raving fan status, you know, they want people queuing outside the shop when shops were open, you know, queuing outside the shops to, to come and get their products. But very few brands actually really want to do the work, right? They don't really necessarily want to fully understand their, their customer. And, you know, my my passion, and I guess a little bit like a superpower is that I'm, I'm really quite obsessed with consumer psychology, like why people make the decisions the the buying decisions that they make and you know why is it that some brands are just certified cool and some brands aren't you know there's something that's nothing to do with the brand going on there so i think it's that uh, you're right a lot of people kind of you know we make all these plans and these big intentions but fundamentally it's out of our control and i think when brands come to us that's a steep learning curve that they learn very quickly that your customer your, your community is going to tell you what they want and your job is to craft it in a way that is in line with your brand values.
0: Yeah, I imagine that that is a pretty tricky thing right there. Um, there's psychology and ego and sunk costs, and this is what we've always done, and now we're going to need to change it potentially. Um, is that is that right? Those are a lot of the things yeah. that keep people from wanting Pretty to... much. Yeah.
1: Pretty much. And, and it's scary, right? Because we've all grown up i'm like on the edge right on the edge of gen z right i just turned 40 yesterday i'm not going quietly congratulations <laughs> thank you <laughs> um but you know it's 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 scary making that change you know when i first started out in in marketing communications pr was everything you know it, it being in, in the media being in press, and that's pretty much what i did for the first 10 years of my career but obviously, so much has changed now. You know, my nieces are never going to pay for content. It's not that they stopped buying magazines. They've mm-hmm. just never paid for content, and they're not going to start now. Um, so it is a massive step change. But once you kind of see the opportunity in it and driving digital in your business and letting that be the heartblood of your business, it can be quite exciting as well.
0: Yeah. What, what, what a fascinating thing. I, I, I hadn't thought about that. I'm 42, and so my mm-hmm. certainly kids and whatnot will probably never pay for content either all right so everybody thinks that well let's assume that that everybody does want those raving fans and that super engaged community and and they want that cool brand um let's let's start unpacking all the work that sort of needs to go into potentially making that happen
1: Mm, it's yeah that's such a good question actually because quite often It's not, we have to just appreciate that we're never going to be the ones to say that this is cool, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? So, so much of it is listening and being aware of our surroundings. I think one of the things that we see now is the brands that are just having a one-way conversation about their brand, um, the brands that are just pushing out messaging that is solely product orientated are the ones that are falling behind, you know, I find it really interesting, especially in the couple of years that we've had um, when brands are kind of just business as usual, like not addressing the you know, the climate, not addressing um, important conversations and kind of just continuing the conversation. And what we see is that communities now are very much going to call you out on it, right? They're very much going to want to have a conversation and want to know what is your standpoint on certain conversations. And so cool is shifting. You know, it's not enough just to like, put something on a celebrity and be like, look, this person's wearing it. It's cool. Hmm. Now it's actually, you know, what do you believe? I want to know what the person behind that brand thinks about this particular subject you know and it doesn't always have to be in a sort of grandiose way it can be something very simple just acknowledging um the mood of the nation you know with our brands we create a lot of content that is snackable content that can be consumed at home and and bring in their families and bring in other ways that they can you know enjoy being with the brand without necessarily selling to them right now Yeah, Uh, we sell you know you're always selling ultimately. But you know, it's about really thinking a little bit deeper into how has the mindset shifted in this new way that we're all living.
0: Right. Which which it totally has, right? So if you're just in the habit of, to your point, just pushing out stuff that you're trying to sell all the time. So that's that's that that's I don't want to call it a paradigm shift, but what how how do people need to be thinking about that differently then? It's just, we're not selling, we are wanting to serve or just give yeah. of ourselves. Is that?
1: Yeah, it's service. It's service. You know, ultimately, we work with global brands, right? So we need to sell products that there's no doubts in our mind that that's ultimately what we want. But It's not separating the two, right? It's creating value for your customers, for your community. You know, we're creating more experiences as well for our clients. So, you know, a good example, we have um, a hair brand that we work with where, you know, we're creating rituals around, you know, their hair wash routine and creating playlists and creating other ways that they can spend time with us as a brand. Um, And we actually invite the community to help us co-create that content. So we're not just kind of pushing a one way message, but ultimately when they're thinking about washing their hair, we want them to be thinking about that brand. Right. So it's really just thinking a little bit differently about what ways can we which ways can we start to connect on a deeper level rather than just the, you know, the offer approach. You know, you need both, but both are equally as important
0: yeah i think that that's super cool right there to to think about it in terms of that hair brand instead of just pushing out your products all the time how can you change the narrative just just a little bit i don't know if narrative's the right term but just change the information you're pushing out and in this example it was uh creating a playlist creating rituals around your, your your hair care and there's probably a million different aspects of it that i'm not aware of but so what I mean, and, and every brand is going to be a little bit different, obviously, because mm-hmm. if I'm a financial company, then I can't do something mm-hmm. like that. But there is something, probably a million different things that that company can be doing to make that change.
1: A hundred percent. And like if you're a financial company, this is a great time to be talking about money, right? This is a time where I feel, if anything it's more important to be talking about money than ever before because people are thinking about it, whether you're in the conversation or not, you know, so this is an opportunity for whatever, whatever industry you're in, but let's just take the financial industry um, as an example. You know, I'm working actually with um, a lady who's a, she's a, she works with high net individuals and she wants to have more conversations around, you know, diversity and inclusion and how they can, how her clients can use their influence in different ways. So But equally, I have a money mindset coach that I buddy up with, and she's talking much more about how can you um, start really digging deeper into your money mindset when you are potentially being laid off or potentially having to lay people off, right? Mm -hmm. And so I feel wherever you're at, whatever industry you're in, as long as you are relevant to the conversation, this conversation is happening with or without you. And this is what I always say to my clients. So we can choose to either be a part of the conversation and be a leader, or we can choose to back off and, and, and kind of think it's we're not involved or we're not included or our, our community aren't thinking about it when they very much are.
0: Yeah, that's such an interesting thing. Um, my wife and I just last night watched a video about a company that made these carpet tiles. Mm-hmm. And uh, one, for whatever reason, the CEO woke up or in the middle of the night recognized, well, we are absolutely torching the environment and can I become a leader in this space and he took his entire company and changed it around and part mm-hmm. of me was like well that's that's kind of weird right that that this company is now really trying to reverse global warming literally but then I thought well why not to to to, to your point mm-hmm. they have an opportunity to, to to really be a leader and so it is just so long as you're really owning it and being authentic in this space you can really champion any kind of a cause
1: yeah and you've actually hit the nail on the head because i know authenticity is like bounced all over the place right now but i i think saying that diminishes it how important it is i think no one is expecting any brand or human to be perfect that's, people get confused. They think, okay, we want authenticity. We want you to be walking your talk. And of course we want that. But actually what most people want to see is that you are trying, mm. that you are using your platform, that you are aware that you are, you are in a place where you can make a difference, right? So that's what people want to see. They don't want to see the perfect finish and now we are 100%, you know, zero carbon. That's great. But then that even starts to feel like a marketing message after a while, right? Mm-hmm. They just wanna see the process. They wanna see that you've acknowledged. They wanna see that actually we acknowledge that things are not great and we are building better. Help us.
0: Yeah, I love that. And then give them an opportunity to potentially be a part of that.
1: Mm-hmm, that's the missing piece for many brands, I think.
0: Is to say, okay, we've, we're throwing our hat in the ring or whatever it might be. And this is a conversation that we are having now internally and we're trying to, 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 to advance this cause. Mm. And we would love to invite you to be a part of that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or just what are your thoughts? Mm. You know, just what are your thoughts? You know, I would say, you know, especially because, you know, we are a digital agency and social media is one of the, you know, I guess the the most popular service that we offer. I always say to clients, like no one walks into a party and just talks about themselves solidly for ten minutes. I mean, if you do, then you'll probably find yourself alone at that party quite quickly. <laughs> um, but you know, no one does that. So, you no, know, asking those questions, asking what are your thoughts, isn't strange. It's it's actually just a normal conversation. Yeah. Um, inviting someone, you know, inviting your community that you're building, otherwise, why are you building this community?
0: That's so. That's so interesting, right? I wonder what percentage of social media posts uh, don't even bother to ask that question. What do you mm. think about this? No, it's this mm. is what I think, and and have it.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> by now, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right?
1: And the, and you need those posts too, right? You know, we're here for the conversions because you know, if brands keep making money, um, you know, they keep working with us. It's, it's that's that's the reality of it. But you know, it's also knowing that you're not building just for the customer you're building you know you're building for you're building something bigger than that and so i think that's that's fundamentally what it is it's not so much that you know they can't sell and i'm not a believer in that i believe you should be selling that's that's your duty right um but it's just having that balance
0: yeah yeah i i think that that's awesome right there and it's such a simple little thing right but <laughs> but it's such a huge thing it's <laughs>
1: it makes a huge difference
0: yeah, the, the 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 small things in 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 the messaging. So, this episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. How do you coach uh businesses to figure out what what that might be
1: yes um but well, we do have you know in the agency our done few services are usually typically bigger brands with bigger teams who can you know who are designed to help craft these messages and really get under the, in, in, under the skin of it maybe go up and do some research and you know what we see is that actually with smaller brands independent brands that's not always possible right they don't have the man the manpower they don't have the budget and so we do have a um a, a new founder division within our agency is called the savvy startup club um where we mentor um independent brands to be able to really get under the skin of what you know what we call um you know the anatomy of a you know a badass brand <laughs> you know what what is it that makes a brand really um stand out and i guess the kind of i guess the kind of five areas that we look at the most is really looking at your um your brand DNA you know what is the essence of the brand what are the things that sort of make up your brand you know so there's times when you know that you don't even truly need to know what it is (laughs) that the brand is selling you know there's a reason why people queue outside the nike store Mm -hmm. to see to buy a pair of trainers they've never seen before right they queue outside the apple store to to essentially buy the same phone yeah right? There's a reason why that happens. Yeah. And it's because they've built that, that DNA builds has built trust in their community. They trust that whatever's going to come out of that store, it's going to be cool. It's going to be what they want. Um, so we really help them under, like really get under the skin of what is the DNA of that brand? What is the essence of your brand? Uh, we look at the brand experience, which is again, something I think is quite overlooked. You know, we, as I, I have a brand, right, I'm building a brand right now. So I I definitely know to be true that we can sometimes have all, all brand owners can have a bit of a romantic view of what their brand <laughs> truly is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so making sure that you always take it back to the customer experience, You know what is that journey that they're gonna take towards hearing about you, buying from you, and then becoming an advocate of your brand, um, because all of that is part of marketing. We're not just there for the one click sale. You, know, you want them to live in your world, in your ecosystem for a long time, um, and then bring in others. Um, we look at the brand pillars, you know, that's kind of storytelling, you know, how can we talk about our our essence and our values without sounding preachy or worthy and, and also making sure that we are still staying true to what we believe in, so that we don't sway. And we know when an opportunity comes in, does it feel right? Does it feel off brand? You know, you've probably heard that before, does this feel off brand? Mm -hmm. That's when your DNA is strong, and you know, what your brand pillars are, you know, straight away, if something feels off brand right? You know, if it doesn't feel right. Um, we look at brand delivery, so the your fundamentals, you know, the fundamentals of how are we showing up on social, how is your, you know, how is your, how do your products show up to your customer? Is it a beautiful experience for them to open? Um, is your customer the kind of a customer that wants to know they can recycle that straight away, like really looking into the kind of, you know, the delivery that building back onto that experience, and then fundamentally, what is the difference? Why should people care? Yeah. <laughs> why you no, know, why should they fundamentally care if there's a million other, you know, makeup brands out there, a million other wellness brands out there? Why should they care about yours? And so, that's really the areas when we're mentoring brands that we, we dig deep on. And of course, they get the digital marketing, you know, how to run Facebook ads and all of that fun stuff, but this is the area that we want them to to really focus on because this is what helps them stand out.
0: Yeah, I think that that's awesome. Being able to, to really have a good understanding of those elements that really make for mm-hmm. uh, some of those really iconic brands and companies out there that mm-hmm. people do get excited about that really that they they hold a place in their heart for, 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 mm-hmm. for a lot of these brands and how can you potentially take what they're doing, uh, different elements of it and, and replicate it in, and or at least create it within your brand as well. So I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, Irene, people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Okay, so this is a really, really, I kind of think I touched on it before, but I think it's a really important um, one to highlight. My difference-making tip um, for your listeners is to build your brand for your community and not for your quote-unquote customers right and i think i just want to unpack that a little bit is that when we start building our businesses whether your product business like we serve or whether your service-based business with your community in mind when we remember that every single person that signs up for our email list every single follower every single person that clicks and buys is a human we start to behave differently right we we market differently we we, we develop campaigns with the human in mind you know with their causes their needs their concerns their desires in mind and that's always going to help you build a more powerful connection with your customers right when we're just building for the person who's just going to buy it feels different right so that would be my my difference making tip well, and I, think, I hope that helps. yeah
0: <laughs> i think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on irene thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you and how can people engage with you
1: um, well, thank you for having me. If you want to um, find out a little bit more about what we do, um, head over to irenemoore.com. Um You'll find out a little bit more about my digital agency, DM London. Um, and you'll also find out how we work with independent brands as well to help them, you know, build epic brands.
0: Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Irene your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to irenemore.com, that's I-R-E-N-E-M-O-O-R-E.com and learn all about what she is working on and how she's helping brands get to where they want to go. Thanks again, Irene.
1: Thanks, George.
0: And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.